0: Like I touched his hand. I'm never washing it again. I'm like Rose, you're disgusting. You're gonna. Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast.
1: I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube.
0: And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel.
1: We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics.
0: So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything.
1: You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage (laughs) podcast. Hello,
0: everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of the savage podcast.
1: Hello, guys. Welcome back.
0: Welcome back. <laughs> we, we got some news for you guys. We got <laughs> I some. Some of us
1: are a little fragile today. No, no, no. I'm not that fragile. Don't worry.
0: Um, no, but the news that we were going to say, which I think we haven't made like an official announcement, but Costa Rica's full.
1: It's oh, booked. yeah. Costa Rica's full. I yeah. think last week we accidentally talked about Costa Rica. Uh, but it's okay. Yeah. It's full now, but you can sign up for the waiting list mm. or the wait list. So uh, we'll still link it down below. God damn. Yeah. So in case you want to sign up for the wait list and see if anybody drops out. Yeah. So yeah, Costa Rica is full, but uh, maybe there will be more trips in, in the, the future. future. Yes. So we'll let you know if there are. Not sure if Daniel's coming on all of them. No, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're a lot. Like there's so much fun, but also it's a lot going on. So yeah. And you yeah.
1: have, you have limited vacation days. Exactly. So. But either way, we'll let you guys know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Costa Rica is full. Yeah. So that's very exciting. If you don't know what we're talking about, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> we're, doing, yeah. we're doing a vegan food tour in Costa Rica mm-hmm. in January, but it is now full. So if any of you guys are coming, hopefully, uh, I mean, not hopefully, we're very excited to meet you. Yeah. And uh, yeah.
0: And maybe see some, I know there's gonna be some familiar faces from the other trips. Yes. So I'm super pumped it's to see so you guys. so fun. Yeah.
1: Anyway, guys, uh, before we jump in, make sure you subscribe to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Mm-hmm. You get exclusive episodes every single month. You get ad free content and every week the episodes come to you before everyone else. Else. Yes. So yes, yeah, so make sure you sign up. It starts
0: as out. little as three dollars a month, guys.
1: Exactly. You yeah. can't get anything for three dollars a you month, can't,
0: especially not with inflation oh, these goddamn God days.
1: Honestly. Anyway, guys. Okay, should we just jump into the yeah, story Jump in. Okay, so I have a story that Daniel doesn't know. Yeah. But I want to talk about it.
0: Let's do it. <laughs> Let, let's do it.
1: So this is big news in the YouTube world. Oh goddamn! So there is a YouTube family vlogging channel. My favorite. Our favorite. Mm. Called Eight Passengers. Okay.
0: Does that mean you have eight kids?
1: I think so, because that's what it means, right? It's like eight passengers. Or like
0: maybe they're a family of eight in total, like two parents and six kids. usually
1: it would be like, I'm assuming it's like a driving situation. Right, right, right. You have like the driver and then eight, maybe it's like nine people in the family. I don't know. Okay. But they, I mean, it kind of makes sense because I think they're like a Mormon family. Mm. Okay. It's always these Mormon, Okay. If you're Mormon, I don't think there's any Mormons listening to
0: this. I don't think there is, Rose.
1: But it's always like this Mormon family that's like really fucked up.
0: But I also think that like a lot of the time, part of the reason why a lot of really super religious families have so many kids is because they don't, they're not such proponents of like birth control and stuff. Yeah, and exactly. Like contraceptives yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So it's like they have sex, they haven't kids.
1: They haven't too many kids.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: this Mormon family called A-Passenger. So they had this YouTube channel that was like really, really massive. I think they had like one or two million subscribers at one point. Yeah. And then I think they eventually shut their channel down because they started getting all these allegations of like child abuse based on their content. Okay. So like what they were putting out there. So what I remember, one of the things was like one of their kids was like I don't know very young maybe in like kindergarten or grade Mm -hmm. one and the mom was like saying how oh like she didn't forget she forgot to pack her lunch so I sent her to school without any lunch kind of thing yeah so basically she's like not feeding her child that's like a form of punishment yeah and another thing I think I remember was I think one of their kids that was like a teenager he like his punishment was he either got his bed taken away or they basically like took away all his privacy like got rid of his door or something like this Mm. so basically a lot of people i remember made a lot of content about how it was you know they were kind of abusing their children yeah so news uh, the recent news is that eight passengers parenting mom arrested on child abuse suspicion So recently, so she's from Utah, okay? Mm. This Utah woman who ran a popular parenting advice YouTube channel is facing child abuse charges after her malnourished son escaped from home. Oh my God. Like it's so much worse than what I would have imagined. So Ruby Frank and her business partner, Jody Nan, uh, whatever her last name is, were arrested in Utah this week. So the officials found um, Miss Frank's... 10-year-old daughter in a malnourished condition at her partner's house. Both women are charged with six counts of child abuse on Friday. So basically, I guess the 12-year-old son climbed out of the window, ran to a neighbor's house, and asked for food and water. And then they basically they said that the child appeared em- emaciated and malnourished with open wounds and duct tape around the extremities. Oh, I my know. God. I know. And then, so the you know law enforcement arrived, and then they were like, okay, this is severe malnourishment. Mm-hmm. The boy has been taken to the hospital due to his deep lacerations from being tied up with rope and from his malnourishment. And then... The, and then they, found, they went into the house and then found the 10-year-old daughter who was also taken to the hospital. So officials later uh, obtained a search warrant. And then in total, four children were taken into the care of Family and Child Services. So, yeah. Uh, so their charges are basically physical abuse, malnutrition, and severe emotional harm. And they became YouTube famous in 2015 mm-hmm. for a channel called Eight Passengers that discussed parenting. Oh, you're right. Of six children. So yeah. it's eight people in total. Six children. Mm-hmm. So they gained over 2 million subscribers before it was deactivated earlier this year. Mm. So maybe they didn't quit, maybe it got deactivated because. Because of the allegations. Yeah,
0: YouTube, YouTube yeah. crackdown or something.
1: Exactly. The vlogger has faced a backlash for the past for her strict parenting measures described on the channel, including her son claiming he slept on a beanbag for several months as punishment. Mm. And Miss Frank describing withholding meals as another disciplinary measure. And the beanbag incident led some viewers to call local child protective services oh and... Basically, and then I guess she started maybe another YouTube channel. So she also appeared on YouTube videos posted by her, the other person that was uh, arrested. Hildebrand, Miss Hildebrand, yeah. uh, who is a counselor and a life coach. And in one such video posted on May in May, to uh, 2022, Miss Frank described herself as Miss Hildebrand's sidekick and questioned why so many children were suffering from depression. I never expected my second grader to come home and say so and so has anxiety and so and so has depression. Something is off. What the fuck. Um, basically. Th- the, the two are known to have, like, very questionable parenting tactics. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> the oldest daughter of the eight passengers family, Sherry Frank, shared a post on Instagram after her mother's arrest saying that she and her family are so glad justice is being served.
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> so, basically, like, the older... I think the older kids have, like, cut them off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which kind of shows, you know...
0: That is so fucked up. It's
1: so fucked up. Like, who... The thing is, like, we've always talked about vlogging channels and how they're kind of semi-abusive, you know, and questionable.
0: This is the thing. I want to know what other people's thoughts are on this because like, like, I want to put the question out to the audience is like, what are your guys' thoughts on these these like family, family vlogging. channels like we've talked about it a few times on the podcast. And this is just, this is an, an extreme example. This obviously.
1: is a very extreme example, <clears throat>
0: but I'm not saying that all family vloggers are doing what this, yeah. you know, eight passengers were doing. Obviously there's some serious stuff going on. If kids are like escaping with like duct tape on yeah. their extremities and like malnourished begging for food and water, like that's not normal no. at all. Um, But I think just in general, like I don't think that like I, I have a really big problem with family, family mm-hmm. vlog channels. Like, a really big problem. Cause I think the thing is one thing, I mean, I don't have kids, but like, there's just so much, I feel like wrong with having a family vlog channel. I
1: do. Yes. I agree.
0: And we talked about this before, how there's like, for example, you know, like child stars, for example, they become famous in Hollywood or whatever. Like, it's not good for them either. A lot of them, you know, go crazy, but also during those things is they're typically on like a project, like a movie or like, you know, a TV show where they have a separation between like work and then their, their life. Whereas these kids are growing up where it's like, you know, their parents are encouraging them, like, be fake for the camera, smile yeah. for the camera, cry for the camera, do all this stuff. And there's no separation in their life. Like, it's like, they're constantly, you know, having to push out content. Yeah. And like, the kids might not even not want to. They Like, a four-year-old is not going to have a conscious choice to be like, I don't want to be on this family vlog, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And even if they said to their parents, I don't want to be on the family vlog, the parents would probably still be like, you're on the family vlog.
1: Yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah. I, I just,
0: I, yeah. I, I I feel like, I don't know, like, I would feel very uncomfortable even, even if I had like, even if we're doing this podcast and my like, I had a son or a daughter and they came running up to here, I'd probably cut that part out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just, I, I don't know. I just feel like I might talk about having a family, mm-hmm. but I I wouldn't feel good, especially my young kids to have put them on, not even just like a segment. It's like constant, right? Like, cause those yeah. family vlog channels, it's like every day, yeah, not every yeah, yeah. day, but like a couple times a week usually. So it's like, that's a lot.
1: It's a lot. Yeah. I know it's really fucked up. And like, you're like using your kids for money, for money, and yeah. for cloud and entertainment, and it's just like this is a very extreme example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's kind of it goes to show that I mean, I guess the people that were calling them out were right. Yeah. Because it's like because in some parts I was like, okay, it it does sound. A bit crazy mm. that she's, you know, sent first of all, like expecting her what five or six year old child to know how to pack her meal, and she didn't bring it, so therefore she doesn't get food. Yeah, that does sound quite like extreme, but mm-hmm. also not to the point where I would uh, imagine this happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's like, yeah, the people that were calling them out,
0: they, they were, were right.
1: right. Uh, but this is like one. It's like very. I don't want to say it's like narcissism, but it's very like the parents are just focused on themselves. Like they're mm-hmm. not thinking about the kids yeah. and like what the kids want. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like really fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. And also it's like the internet. You wanna put your kids out there. Like it's a very dark and dangerous place. Exactly.
0: Well, and also like think about it. Like these are things that are gonna be like ha- like not haunting your kids, but like when you post stuff on the internet, like it doesn't go away. You know, uh-huh. even if you delete it, someone's probably taken a copy of it somewhere. Yeah. Someone snipped it, someone's done whatever, right? And it's like there are moments that like, you know, some of those family vlog channels, like, Oh, my daughter has her first period. Oh my god, I know. And like it's all so of this kind of stuff. Up. Which I think it's like it's it's like your daughter now had to go through that. And when she gets older and like maybe gets a job or does something else, someone's going to find her like period video. Yeah. You know, like it's just, I don't know. It just doesn't sit right with And also
1: if you're in school, you're probably getting bullied. Yeah. Like you're definitely going to get bullied or like made fun of or something. I think a
0: lot of them get homeschooled.
1: See, that's this way. Okay. It's like a weird, it's a weird thing. Okay. They get homeschooled and then they're like in this little like weird family business dynamic. Yeah. And then, and then they don't grow up with other kids and do normal things. Yeah. It's so fucked up. It's
0: a weird. The whole thing is really weird. And the
1: fact that they're so popular as well, it's yeah. kind of disturbing.
0: Well, because there's a lot of little kids on there that like watch these like family channels. Like, oh my oh, god, uh, you know, Yeah, like, and they
1: think like, oh my god, like I wish my family was like this. Well, and
0: this another disturbing thing is these family vlogs are putting this image out there of this like
1: perfect family, perfect
0: family, which mm. w- we all know there's no such thing as a perfect family, and every family has like some sort of things going on. Right. But these little kids will watch on YouTube and see these families like, oh my god, having the best day ever <laughs> and they're just like oh my god why can't my day be like that oh you god know? and get really sad and internalize that right like I don't know I just I, I really I really feel like icky about family I channels. And I like, don't understand. I have yet for someone to give me like a good argument as to like why they're beneficial.
1: Like, I understand the want to show your kids because you think they're cute. Like, I get it. Kind, mm. like, you know, they're so cute. So you want to share the cute little things that they do. And yeah. I think it's a little bit different if you just want to share like little snippets here and there, yeah. you know, show your kid doing something cute. But to like have an entire YouTube channel
0: based on it, based
1: on your family life and yeah focused heavily on your children
0: yeah.
1: uh it's very disturbing especially yeah. when like the main focus is on the children
0: exactly because then also also comes down to it like and this sounds really bad like there's a difference between sharing cute things of your kids and then monetizing the shit out of it yeah. and 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 that begs the question okay so you know on these family vlogs i don't know how they work like mm. right like let's say that family the that Eight passengers or whatever. There's, yeah, there's eight of them. So, are the parents equally distributing the income? Is it like eight? <laughs> eight They're not ways?
1: even feeding them.
0: I know. This is God what damn. I, this is what I mean. It's it's almost exploitative. It is
1: all. It is 100% exploitative in a
0: sense. Because I can guarantee you, a lot of these family channels, they'll the parents are the ones organizing it, right? Yes. So they're taking all the money, probably most of Yes, it. And they're like, then their justification is probably like, well, we take care of our kids oh, God damn. paying for all that shit. So we're going to get all the income.
1: Well, I've heard the other justification. It's like, oh, this allows me to stay home yeah. and be with my kids. But can you do content about something else? Like-
0: exactly. Well, this is, this is what I mean. It's like, you, and, 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 and and like, imagine your kids having a bad day and doesn't want to do like,
1: I know. you know, and you're forcing
0: them on video, like that one story that we talked about a while ago where this mom was like trying to get her son to cry on camera. Yeah, She's yeah. like, just cry, make it seem believable. Yeah. And it's like, people are doing this shit. Like oh God. that goes on behind the edits and everything, right? Like there's like, yeah, I don't know. Is it,
1: is it the family vlogging that's the problem or is it capitalism driving us to all need to have money and therefore, I don't know. You know
0: what the root of all evil is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I don't know. It all comes back down to capitalism.
0: Exactly. So I don't know. I would be interested to hear you guys' thoughts on family channels. Do you guys think they're icky? Do you like them? Do you like you know? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to judge or anything, but I just personally, I really get the ick
1: Yeah. It's it's very icky. Yeah. It's
0: like oh, I'm making money off my children. You know, it's like oh, like I know. Go do something else. I like, know. It's really let weird. your kids grow up and be children. You yeah. Know? Like and have interactions with other kids and like become social and like you know we're just moving them further and further from reality. Yeah. And
1: what's what what's more disturbing is that. The more kids that they have, like a lot of these family vlogging channels, they just keep popping out more kids because every single time they have a new pregnancy, it's like the views skyrocket, exactly. you know, well, it's a new, it's like pregnancy announcement. Yeah. Tons of views. Yeah. Gender reveal. Tons, tons- of views. Exactly. Birthing video. Tons of views. So then
0: your question is like, are they actually wanting to have more kids or are they just doing it just <laughs> to make fucking money? Like
1: I, I, I feel like there must be some level, maybe probably they're not thinking this, yeah. but it's, it must be in their subconscious mind, you know? Yeah. They're like, Oh, I mean, we kind of want kids and also it'd be great for the channel.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I really think like, Channels really mm. shouldn't be based on like relationships. I don't think like a, oh yes, like couples, couples, couple channels, couple channels, and also family channels. I'm just like these are just not good. Yeah. Ideas, Because I feel like the couple channels, like some of them are successful, but then there's always they have to have the awkward breakup if they break <laughs> up, all that <laughs> and shit. And they have to do
1: the breakup video.
0: Exactly. And then like imagine that's your, especially if you built a big, you're a big couple. Yeah. And that's your fucking business. I know. And then you split. It's like, well, this is our business. Like, what do we do? Yeah. At least
1: with that, those are two consulting adults that that's are doing it so yeah. that they can make a mistake. I think it's a stupid idea as well. Of course. But again, it's like one of those things that will probably make your channel really fucking successful exactly like guaranteed if you're like a single person doing a vlog or whatever and mm. all of a sudden you introduce your partner everyone's like oh my god oh my god ah! and then of course the marriage vi- no proposal video yeah, yeah, yeah then the the bachelorette party mm. the marriage video those all get tons of views
0: it's funny because i'm guilty of it as well like not that i follow that many youtubers but i remember we're all guilty of it yeah, yeah. there was a um she's really famous in the beauty world uh, you know nikki tutorials yes yeah. yes so she did like a boyfriend it wasn't a reveal but all of a sudden her like yes. boyfriend came on her channel and he's like this super cute like guy dutch guy dutch guy yeah, yeah, yeah. they're both dutch they're and both like dutch. and like she would like do his makeup sometimes he's not on the channel very much but like yeah occasionally and when he is everyone goes crazy in the right. comments like oh my
1: god see i feel like once in a while if you show the your partner yeah it, that's kind of cute it's mm-hmm. fine and you can kind of probably just like if you break up you can just you know quietly delete those videos exactly or you can just keep them on like yeah. whatever and then
0: they, no one has to know because it's like they, they weren't a part of your channel. Well, they eventually
1: just, they'll know. People are very smart on the internet. They mm, will fucking dig it up. This is true. <laughs> and then they'll get the read could, receipts. But then if it's not like a full on couple channel, you don't necessarily have to like make a video and explain explain yourself. Exactly. Um. But yeah, the couple channels, the family channels, mm. like it's just we're mixing business and, and and normal life.
0: Yeah, it's a bit. It's it's a bit icky. It's yeah. a bit icky.
1: Um. But anyways, uh, hopefully the this 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 mother will face justice i don't know what happened with the father yeah i don't know yeah, where um, is the father
0: where is he in all this i have no
1: idea but Damn. it's really fucked up yeah but what the, the thing i'm saying about the mormon thing is like every cause you know you know how my unhealthy obsession with true crime mm-hmm. um but like every i swear every time i hear about some like insane family situation yeah. like the dad like murders the whole family like yeah it's always a Mormon family. I swear to fucking God, I'm not. Okay, guys, I'm not painting all Mormons with a <laughs> brush. Like, but we're I'm saying like there's something unhealthy. Mm. Some people maybe take it too far. It's a little bit, you know, it's a bit problematic. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Like, I don't know. There's a pattern. I'm telling you.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's a weird, it's a weird. It's
1: a weird, it's a weird pattern. Mm-hmm. It's a thing.
0: It's like when I, whenever I hear, hear about like serial killers and stuff, like I, obviously I'm like biased, but I always, they always seem to be at one state. Like, I think it's like Wisconsin where? or something. No, like
1: Florida, no? No, it oh, wasn't okay. Florida. I think it was like Wisconsin
0: or like Minnesota. I can't remember, <laughs> I can't remember which state it was, but every time I'm watching a k- true crime, right. where, like, they'll be like, oh, and the killer is from, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, mini- Minnesota,
1: Minnesota, Minnesota
0: or something. And I'm like, I knew it. I knew it. They're always from there. It's like the place. They're
1: always Mormon or they're from Minnesota. <laughs>
0: yeah. I swear to God. Like um actually
1: we don't actually know if it's minnesota we're just yeah, making this up because
0: i remember i think I, I could be completely wrong guys like I'm, i remember like not that um Stephen avery you know that's a like a scandal uh, right but he was from that like area and the person that actually committed the crime was mm. from that area i think and then wait let's also, let's
1: re- what do you think about Stephen avery God dang. catch is it called to catch a m- killer to catch a murder uh,
0: to-, to catch a murder right
1: i don't something about the murderer
0: or oh my god why can't we remember why i used you to love it. this i loved this I, I know
1: we everyone was obsessed making a murder making a murder there you go yeah. uh what do you think is he innocent
0: well <laughs> i don't know because this is the, the the hard part is obviously a documentary has a point of view yes. right and so they're going to do everything they can to portray that point of view sure although some of the facts that were being put out were really hard to like digest. Right. In the sense that like, you know, like the blood samples and the, you know, how there was not not really substantial evidence, but Mm -hmm. yet it seemed to point to a conviction. So I don't know. I don't necessarily think and it was weird timing how he just won the lawsuit against the state. Yes. For a previous crime. So he was going to come into like millions of dollars. Yes. Because he was already previously wrongly convicted. Yes. And then all of a sudden right when he wins that that case, right before the state pays anything out, All of a sudden, he's convicted of another murder. Exactly. A a, a body miraculously appears in his (laughs) house. I'm like.
1: It's like, a little suspicious.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit like, and then that, that lawyer that came in that was yeah. like so
1: the fucked up one or the
0: no the really li- the two good ones the good ones yes yeah and it was that that lady remember what was her name Catherine something oh
1: yes the second one yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
0: and she like was like so incredible like recreating the scenes and like doing all this right. stuff but yeah I think he's still in prison so
1: he's definitely still in prison I yeah. think he's in prison but and it's so sad because I think I, his
0: mom is like getting really bad with health and oh, stuff oh god yeah like, I, I, I
1: I thought he was. Innocent, but yeah. who knows? Again, yeah. I could have been just, you know, we could have been drinking swept up in the documentary. Yeah,
0: we could have been drinking the documentary Kool Aid.
1: But like, okay, I mean, this is very off topic. Mm. But okay, first of all, I just feel like I don't want to be mean, mm. but I just feel like because I remember this one scene that like really kind of like stuck have, with you, stuck with me. Yeah, was they showed. They were saying how like they killed her in the garage or something like this. Yeah. There was some kind of shit happening in the garage. Yeah. They like slashed her or whatever in the garage. Oh yeah. God, it's so fucked up. Yeah. Um And it was like, and then they showed the image of the garage and it was like packed full of like so much junk and random yeah. shit. Like a sh- and they found like very, they found like no, no blood evidence or anything. No, they
0: like they found, they, uh, yeah, I don't think they found any evidence yeah. in the garage. Which
1: is like, excuse me you know like when is he when did he clean all this up
0: exactly well and i'm sorry but like a room like that you would find something yes because if it's a room that's like super cluttered and there's like blood splatter or whatever it might be like you are fucking finding it because there's no way you're gonna clean a room like that no
1: way and also like no offense to him but like you know he wasn't the smartest
0: sharpest (laughs) sharpest tool in the
1: shed so i'm thinking like how is he getting away with this with like very little evidence i don't know yeah so anyway what do you guys think of that story i'm sure you guys all remember this documentary let us know i
0: wonder what's gonna be the update what update? I said, I wonder if there's going to be an update with him.
1: Oh, God. Point. I mean, who knows? I feel like people forgot about it now. It was like, it was so, such a big story it when it first came out. And then I do remember some people said, oh, there's like another counter documentary that came out. Yeah. I don't know if I watched it. I mean, maybe I'll watch it and see. Um,
0: is it on Netflix? Maybe I'll watch I it too. I don't
1: know. I don't know. I think the nephew is innocent for sure. Yeah. I don't know.
0: God damn. Man. I don't know. Some, some shit went dying. Okay.
1: Whether, whether or not they're innocent, I feel like they did not prove. Beyond a reasonable doubt out, yeah. that he did it. So. But
0: yet he still got convict- convicted. He still got convicted. And also, you guys, sometimes you have to ask yourself, like, when the timing of certain things <laughs> yes. seems too too suspicious, like, you do have to kind of beg to question. It's like, okay, this guy was wrongfully correct- convicted of murder the first time. Yes. It was like a, like a grape and something else that happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then DNA evidence came out. They found out actually he'd been in prison for, I don't know, like 15 years or yeah, something. Yeah, for a very long time. A long ass time and they're like oh shit actually we convicted the wrong person you're free to go so he obviously sued the state and was like i was wrongfully convicted you lost like 15 years of my life yeah won the lawsuit and then right when he wins the lawsuit before oh, a God. cent is paid out yeah a body appears in a burn bin on his property and now he's Did convicted the body of a-
1: appear on his property? Was, I can't remember.
0: It was like there was like a burn bin on his property or something. Okay, I don't. Anyway, I have to watch it again. But like, yeah, anyways, we're gonna have to watch this again. Yeah, something it's gonna infuriate me. Yeah, It, it is infuriating. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's convicted again, and yeah, it's like
1: I just don't believe it. I, I don't know. know. I don't bah, know. It's what suspicious. What shitty luck? Um, honestly, if he's if he's innocent, holy shit! What shitty luck?
0: Well, I think now probably the 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 state has to double down because like if he gets out innocent again. <laughs> for the second time, oh, no. can you imagine what his lawsuit claim would be?
1: Oh my god. And now they can they can't do anything cuz it's such a public case. Yeah. Anyway, crazy as hell. Goddamn. Anyway, guys, okay, next story. Sorry Swi- for the tangent.
0: Switching gears for a minute.
1: Switching gears.
0: So, guys, I saw this I saw this um I saw this story and it reminded me a little bit of uh something I'll talk about in just a minute. Okay. But basically Burning Man reveals um, revelers revelers sorry revelers begin exodus after flooding leaves tens of thousands stranded in the nevada desert oh, god
1: damn, you know about burning man
0: um i know a little bit about it. i know it's like this massive festival in the desert yes and they create all these like structures and all yeah. sorts of things and then they like light shit up on fire it's like a
1: whole experience it's a whole vibe as, a the, whole as the, vibe. As the kids <laughs> it's would say, a whole you know? vibe people people that love burning man they're like obsessed
0: yeah it's kind of like it's kind of reminds me of like shambhala yes here.
1: it's kind of like canadians have like shambhala and I feel like this is the Canadian version. Yeah, and then Burning Man is like this huge thing. Yeah, everyone just it's it's like a own community of people. Yeah, they bring their own shit. Like I don't know, it's like a whole thing.
0: It is like it's like a lot. And they're out, a lot. They're out in the desert.
1: Yeah, out in the desert. Okay, yeah. so why did they? So okay, flooding. So f- it flooded somehow.
0: Yeah, because well, there's so much rain. So what had happened was there was god like a damn. huge rainstorm in the desert. Yeah. God damn. It was How like, would it be possible? Oh god damn. So basically it was a summer storm and uh-huh. all the roads, like a lot of the roads that were to get out right. got like so muddy and like un- right. unmanageable. So people like couldn't leave. Right. So they were stranded for days. Days. Yeah.
1: So like after the festival ended. Yeah. Okay. And so it was. the festival ends and I heard already it's hard to leave. Yeah. Like it takes so long to leave because yeah. there's so many cars trying to leave. Mm. So imagine that plus a fucking storm.
0: Yeah. So then what happened was I guess they had to wait a couple days And then Monday afternoon The roads had dried up enough god To like damn. let people go So then they got to leave At that point
1: Oh god damn Yeah What they do What they do until then I hope they had enough food
0: Oh <laughs> damn
1: Oh I did see a video Of Diplo and Chris Rock They were like In a They were like On someone's like vehicle They were mm. like in a truck Or something And they were like Just getting escorted out Yeah By a bunch of fans They were probably like Oh can I jump in
0: Yeah <laughs> God damn. They're like, goddamn
1: Chris Rock. Goddamn. Uh-huh.
0: So anyway, it made me think of, um, you remember the, well, slightly.
1: Fire Festival? Yeah.
0: It made me think of uh, Fire Festival. I was thinking like, not quite, obviously, <laughs> it's just more people can't get out. <laughs> yeah. And they were just like, oh God, oh, like, God, you know. God, what is with
1: these festivals, guys? I they're, know. Get, they're becoming a fucking danger. But I think
0: it's because like, if you think about it, anytime, no matter what you're doing and where the festival is, if you're having a shitload of people True. going to one location, like... It puts strain on everything. It puts strains yeah. on the infrastructure. It puts strains on like everything. So like you want to leave, there's traffic jams. You want to do anything. So it's just like it causes the chances of something crazy to happen yeah. to be more likely. Yeah. Like, um, there was a I think we talked about this on the podcast too. My friend was telling me there was like a concert, I think it was in Madrid, where like people were trying to get out of this building. Right. And it these door this one door it was like super no. narrow and some people fell and people were like crawling <gasps> over them. No. And then people got like crushed. Yeah. Like it was fucking crazy. But again, when you have that many people in yeah. one place, like that's why I, like I never used to, cause I, I the young me never thought of this, but now if I'm in like a really crowded place, yeah. I get a little bit scared and like, um, when I was in Lisbon, like a long time ago, we were in the like old district. That's like really yeah, narrow yeah, yeah. and all this stuff. And there was a festival going on. Like, uh, I can't remember what the festival was. The roads were packed shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. And I started having like, I've never had a panic attack per se, but I started feeling very anxious. Mm. And I was like, I said to my friends when we were there, I was like, oh, I just need to get out of here. Like, yeah. let's just exit out however we can go. Cause we kept getting deeper into this area and it was just like, there was no exit in sight. Oh
1: God. And
0: I started like panicking. Cause like in my mind, I was like, if something happens, like we're going to be fucked.
1: God damn. Yeah. So you left.
0: I did. Like, and let that, remember that thing that happened in Korea?
1: I know. It's, 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 it's bad. Like yeah. whenever
0: you have crowds, that many people going to mm-hmm. one, one location. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just
1: crazy as hell. So Burning Man, hey? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the thing. Like Burning Man sounds really f- interesting, yeah. but also the logistics of it stresses me out. Yeah. You know, just actually like getting there and leaving, you know, bringing all that shit. Mm-hmm. Just like. You know, when I go to a festival, I just want, I want things to be taken care of. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go there and have to work. I don't want to go there and like set up a tent and mm. do all this shit, you know?
0: Well, the last festival that I went to this, this past summer. Yeah. Um, look, last summer, sorry. Um, me and my friends, we got an Airbnb, like close to where the festival yeah. ground was because you could camp on site. One of our friends camped on site. Yeah. But it was so nice at the end of the day, like after being at the festival for like 10 hours to like go back to our yes. Airbnb. Did you
1: drive or did you walk? Was we it walkable? Walked. Yeah, we walked from the See, Airbnb. that's the thing. A lot of places, it's either you camp right. or you have to like take a bus to your, right. you know, or take a car. Yeah. See, that's why a lot of people camp. Mm. Um, But my my camping experience when i was in tomorrowland was i was kind of doing glamping a little Mm. bit well not really glamping so there's like three different tiers so you can do like the regular oh no there's four different options so you can do like regular camping which you bring your own tent Mm. you set it up and then you know you're in this crowded place with a whole bunch of tents yeah and then that's obviously close to the festival and then the second option is there's like an area it's called like Oh, I can't remember what it's called. But there's an area where they have the tent set up for you. Uh,
0: okay. And then they have
1: like mattresses in the it's tent. It's a bit more bougie. And then, yeah, there's less people. So I yeah. did that option. Yeah. And then the third option is like very bougie. Like it's like an, they actually like build like trailers maybe. Yeah. So you have like your own little thing. And then the fourth option is getting a hotel. Yeah. So one time I got a hotel. But the reason that I didn't want the hotel is because you, you have to like take a bus and get to the hotel. And it's a little yeah. bit further away. So yeah. The glamping part was, was the best. Yeah. So
0: it's always a, it always is a pain, but like luckily for us there, there it yeah. was walkable. Yeah. If it it's walkable,
1: st- definitely. Yeah, it was
0: still a 30 minute walk. Oh God damn. So it was a bit far, but like honestly, but it's doable. It, exactly. Yeah. And to be honest, like it was kind of nice, like after partying all night and just like walking back and like it was right along the ocean. So it was like a oh, really damn. nice like little walk and stuff. So I was like, At what actually,
1: time you get back? Five in the morning? Six no, in the morning?
0: probably around like four. Oh, God and then our place had a hot tub as well. Oh, that's so, so nice. It was like, and it was in Scotland. So it was kind of cold, even though yeah. it was summer um, and it rained a lot. Of course it did. And, and our friend that was in the tents, because we actually walked past the tent area and I was like, I do not want to <laughs> be here.
1: Especially at our age, you know, we yeah. want to be a little bit more comfortable. Well,
0: and there was like lots of people in the tent area that were like, just like freshly 18
1: like oh super yes, young. Yes. And I was just
0: like, no, I'm no, not. No, we're
1: not doing that. They had
0: like little boom boxes or like speakers. Yeah. There's no way you're shit. sleeping. There's yeah. no way you're sleeping. And then you could still hear like the really loud music from the festival. I'm like, fuck this. Like one of the days I went home because I was like feeling pretty tired. I went home at like nine. Yeah. Like early. And it was so nice because I could go fall asleep right away because there was no fucking yeah, like. No noise. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this is perfect. There so. you go. That's
1: how we do festivals now in our 30s. Exactly. <laughs>
0: um, Still like to go to them. They're still fun. Yeah. You know, but definitely in a different way. Like I also, yeah. like we went to this one part where we didn't get like there was so many people and i did go into the middle for a little bit and dance yeah but it was a little bit hectic so i like prefer to stay kind of more at the back with my <laughs> yeah. friends like dancing you know so we have our space and we're not like fucking squished between like oh, two 18 damn I
1: used, I, used to, <laughs> I used to go all the way to the front and be I like know. Woo-hoo! i know you did ride on some shoulders of some I, man i don't know the name of <laughs> i remember we were, i'm pretty sure
0: when we were in ministry of sound you got on someone's shoulders and you and the dj touched yeah hands. <laughs> Like I
1: touched his hand.
0: I'm never washing it again. I'm like, Rose, you're disgusting. You're gonna wash it.
1: I just love going on, you know, people's shoulders. I'm I'm a short woman, you, you love know,
0: going on strong men's shoulders. Yes, don't exactly. You, you like be, you like to be <laughs> sometimes lifted up. they
1: just offer, and I'm like, okay.
0: I know it was like it was such a thing for a while. I think it still it's is. still
1: a thing. It's still a thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like guys will just be like right away. Like, hey, you want to go to my shoulders?
1: <laughs> sometimes or sometimes I'll ask. I'll yeah. be like, hey. <laughs>
0: really wow
1: and they'll be like yeah sure
0: i remember there's a really good video it was like a tomorrowland promo video and you were in it yeah
1: i was in some i definitely was in like a couple of tomorrowland
0: yeah and you're like on this guy's shoulders bright red long hair like flowers in your hair just like yeah
1: having the time of my life yeah that was 10 years ago daniel can you believe it how the fuck is that possible
0: well it is (laughs) it is we're living in the reality i know we are (laughs) And we're going to blink and it's going to be 10 years later. Oh God,
1: stop. Oh, damn. It's so depressing. It is. Okay, next story. So the next Related story- Related to what it, we just talked about.
0: Exactly. But I guess, I heard this the other day and I was like, there's no fucking way. Like, there's no fucking way.
1: I mean, I believe it because people are dumb.
0: I know. So apparently, Fire Festival 2 tickets are allegedly selling <laughs> out despite <laughs> there being no lineup and no venue. And apparently, like, I was reading a little bit about it and it's like, supposed to start- December 2024, or something. So the end of next year, but there's no lineup, there's no nothing. So I
1: guess the guy's out now. Is he out?
0: Well, this is the thing. Billy, so his name is Billy McFarlane. He's like, I don't understand how he's able to even do this. Cause like he should have already gotten, he had so much legal trouble. There should be a,
1: there should be a, Like, there should have been something that says you're not allowed to plan festivals forever.
0: He should be be fucking banned.
1: Yeah, I don't understand. And also, the fact that people are buying the tickets. Mm. The tickets were priced at 500 US dollars each. Yeah. And the event is expected to take place at the end of 2024. Yeah. Uh, so there's no official date, yep. no musical lineup or even a location.
0: Yeah. And people are still buying the tickets,
1: not even a location. And people are buying tickets. And
0: Also guys, we already saw what happened with this guy. Like, I mean, I'm sorry guys. Like this is going to sound really harsh, but like how stupid are people? Like this guy has already did a fire festival. That was a huge hit documentary on yes. Netflix. Oh, which is such a good documentary. Oh God. It's so funny. If you haven't seen it guys, watch it. There's a classic line. Oh, yeah, if you
1: don't know what it is, I'm sure you guys know what it is. Yeah. But it was like basically this guy Created this music festival, sold it as like this very prestigious, very bougie expensive, bougie experience. It was yeah. like somewhere, was it in the Bahamas yeah. or something? Yep. Somewhere like, you know, in a very nice location. Yep. He had like no... Proper plan Mm-mm. um, didn't bring like half the people he said he was going to bring in terms of the lineup mm. and they were feeding people like ham and cheese sandwiches and just like basically it was a huge disaster and people got like stuck on the island. Yeah, there it was, was like a enough, whole it thing. It was
0: huge. It was crazy. It was like
1: nuts. And now the same and he went to jail because he was like, you know, defrauding people. Yeah. And then somehow I guess he's somehow able to
0: Do this, again. Do this <laughs> again. Like I don't I don't I don't understand how. I
1: really want them to like just fuck it up even more. Yeah,
0: so McFarland served nearly 4 years oh, in so pridgen, pris- pridgen, pridgen. prison prison <laughs> prison on fraud related charges to do with the initial fire festival. And I'm like and now he's doing another fire festival? Like
1: But now that it's gotten so much like
0: press. publicity,
1: you know what they say? No publicity is bad publicity. Is that what is it?
0: Yeah, no publicity. Is bad publicity. <laughs> but like, I'm like, I'm like, come on, guys. Like, honestly, I know who are these people buying these tickets? People why are, have you, why are you? Too much buying? money, exactly. Because you know you're going to buy a ticket, and the same. Maybe, maybe they're buying it because they want to go through the experience of the Fire Festival one. Go somewhere so they can like Instagram it May- and oh, be like, probably. oh my god, guys, this happened again. Yeah. You know, or
1: they're just like really curious. They're like, oh, maybe he's going to like
0: blow it out of the blow, park.
1: You know, maybe it's going to be amazing this time. Now yeah. that it has all this publicity. God, dang. I mean, I would love to know. Um, I would love to I mean I would love to know why he's allowed to do this. Oh my god, this man looks like such a <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, oh my god, it says Fire Festival 2 website advertises six other upcoming ticket pre-sales with prices ranging from $7.99 to to seven thousand nine hundred and ninety nine US yep. dollars. Well, this is the
0: thing some of the packages that they sold for their original fire festival uh. was like you get a villa, so this one yeah. of the packages was like a villa package where you get like uh special trips out to like boat parties, right? With celebrities, right? Kind of stuff. So, like some of these, some people spend like
1: tens of thousands ten, or
0: and over a hundred thousand. Some people, H-
1: hundred thousand, yeah, because
0: then also. They said when they were like bleeding money and stuff, they needed more money. They they, they then advertised wristbands. Right. That you had to preload um, to buy drinks and
1: stuff. Oh my God. So they
0: advertised, and people were putting like three, four, $5,000 on these wristbands.
1: Who are these people? For the people? weekend. Yeah. How do you have so much money? I know. Tax the rich. I know. Like. um, Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's just, it's just crazy.
1: So fire is about people from around the world coming together to pull off the impossible. Yes, it is the impossible because you never pulled it off. This time we have Incredible support I'll be doing what I love While working with The best logistical And infrastructure partners So I wonder like Is he going to actually Make this happen
0: Well we'll find out At the end of 2024
1: (laughs) <laughs> and maybe there's
0: going to be a Fire 2 documentary on Netflix.
1: Oh, my God. But I bet you
0: the people that... like Because I bet you some people didn't get their money back oh, from the first guaranteed. one. Guaranteed. They must be furious.
1: I felt more bad for the people on the island that didn't yes. get paid. Because yeah. there was that woman that... I think she like worked at the restaurant or she owned the restaurant. She owned the
0: restaurant. So, so yeah. her story was, guys, she owned this restaurant and it was like one of the only restaurants kind of in the area mm-hmm. sort of and he like used it for all of the like staff that was working they would get their food there and then they were she was going to like do some catering or something yeah, for or like something the event like this. and then what happened was when everyone showed up all these people showed up they ended up going to her restaurant right And it was like crazy. And so she didn't get paid for a lot of stuff. And she went through like a lot of her savings to like support this. Anyway, long story short, the good news about her though is after the documentary aired, people did a GoFundMe page for her and she got all of her money back. Good, good. Yeah. So that was good. Oh, God. Yeah.
1: It's really fucked up. It's just
0: wild. It's wild. It's wild. And like, I don't know. It's, I can't, I just, when I saw this story, I was like, this can't, this has to be a joke.
1: It has to be a joke. um, But I'm kind of loving it. I want to see how this happens. I want to see him fuck it up again. You're loving the chaos. Is that bad? Like, I want the chaos.
0: You want, oh God. I
1: want Fire Festival 2 on Netflix.
0: That Fire Festival documentary, guys, gave me so much anxiety. Like, As I'm watching it, I was just like feeling so stressed. I was like, oh my God, the planes are coming, but nothing's ready, guys. What's happening? Like in my mind, I was like, no, no, no. They're of course going to get everything ready eventually. You know, it was
1: so bad because they, they, they sold so much more than they even had anything prepared. I
0: I was like, who are these people? Who are these people? And there's that famous line of the one guy. Do you remember? Yes. Where he goes, you know, I needed, they needed me to go down to talk to the the water guy, water minister or something. And I was at that point literally prepared to go and suck his dick to get the wa- <laughs> to get the water. He's like, "You're not going to use this in the documentary, right?" <laughs> <laughs> and
1: was that like, was like the most quoted part of the documentary.
0: Literally, there's like memes on this guy, like every uh, that poor guy. It's like, so funny. I mean, he was gonna, you know. I
1: mean, he was he was dedicated to the cause. He what willing- can I he say? was willing
0: to take one for the team. Literally. He was
1: taking one for the
0: team. Like, wow! Props to you, buddy.
1: Mm. <laughs> All right, next story. Next story. Okay, what's next? What else is happening in this fucking world? Is this what's going to make me cry?
0: Mm -hmm. It'd be be sad as hell. What'd this be? So apparently um, in the US, so they're just like going through like some stats and Uh stuff. uh And because of like a lot of um, uh, COVID dogs and Uh. things like that, the shelters are getting overwhelmed. And apparently from January to July this year, there was a 37% increase in dogs that were euthanized from the year before.
1: Oh my... About 51,000 dogs were euthanized from January to July, 2023. Yeah. And that's a 37% increase from that same period in 2022. Yeah. Uh, This is fucked.
0: I know. It's so This is
1: why I say you need to adopt, don't shop, okay? First of all, there's all these dogs that need a home that are Mm. about to be euthanized just because people are selfish and decided to get animals when they can't take care of them. And then they give them up and Mm. then they end up Not always, but they end up being euthanized because shelters can't take care of them.
0: Exactly. Because they can only have so many, you know, dogs. And and part of the the problem they're saying, this is fueled by obviously so many people adopting dogs during the pandemic and then... Not adopting.
1: A lot of them, they just bought dogs.
0: Bought, yeah. And couldn't take care of... Well, realize what a big responsibility it was and whatever else. And then also they're saying like, and this does make sense too, is the... Across, across all of North America, and I think globally, housing instability is at an all-time high mm. because, you know, obviously fueled by huge amounts of rent increases, oh, mortgage God. rate increases and everything, and people are thinking, well, you know, now this short, like, if I can't afford to, like, pay for my rent, like, I'm going to have to downsize. Get oh. else. And unfortunately, the, the dogs and the cats are the ones and the animals are the ones that are paying the price, really. Be sad as hell.
1: I hate people. I know. Uh, yeah. So people need to adopt dogs if they're ready to take care of them. Yeah. Stop buying, stop buying dogs. Stop Mm -hmm. buying animals. They are not materials to purchase and then like discard whenever it is convenient.
0: And also take it seriously. Like part of the, Uh. part of the reason why, like, I mean, obviously I'm not like the most, I'm a little bit scared of dogs and stuff, but like part of the reason I don't have any pets right now is because I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, I don't think I could give them the attention that they would need. Yes. You know, and And I'm like, I I just. And that's fair. Yeah. Like,
1: you shouldn't get a dog or an animal if you were not ready. This is like a commitment until the end of their life. Exactly. Like, it is so fucked up. And then, like, this is why it really kills me, especially when I see on social media, you hear, you see all these, like, cute videos of dogs, which, of course, I love it, Mm. but it's like, it's just like sending it's almost like sending this message that it's like it's just cute and fun and it's lovely to have dogs dogs are huge responsibility and they can be very stressful to have of course okay and also when i see people like gifting dogs or gifting pets Mm. it kind of irks me a little bit even though they are cute videos and people get really like you know like oh my god like here's a dog for christmas yeah that's like you know obviously we don't know the backstory maybe they had a full discussion about it maybe Mm -hmm. it was like a whole thing but there's a chance that you know the person that's being gifted this animal maybe they can't take care of the animal you know so you have to be really cautious when you're gifting animals like this is not again this is not a fucking you know you can't you don't just gift a child to somebody you're not like hello here's a child yeah like take it why do you do that with animals like it's not normal yeah and then this ends up with like this amount of like fucking animals dying i know for no reason, fuck! It's so fucked
0: up. It is really fucked up.
1: Anyway, adopt, don't shop, everybody.
0: Yep. Message of today's podcast.
1: Message of this, today's podcast. Brought, it's to, you, so brought to you by
0: concerned advertisers.
1: <laughs> Stop. All around. It's so sad. It is sad.
0: It's sad like, that it's like record. It's
1: already sad that they're getting abandoned. Okay. Like yeah. the fact that they're getting abandoned is already fucking sad. Okay. Yeah. Because these animals, they know exactly what's happening. Well, they may not know exactly, but they know that they're being abandoned. <laughs> okay. And then. And then you fucking kill them? I mean again, it's not the shelter's fault. Yeah. And then they have to be killed because they can't be taken care of. Like fuck!
0: It's just crazy.
1: It's so fucking crazy. Yeah. <gasps> Anyways, continue.
0: Okay. <laughs> I knew that story would make you a little yeah, bit emotional. Yeah, I'm a little I'm roses. a little bit triggered. God damn. God um damn. so adopt, don't shop, guys. Um so the net, the the last story that I have for us today God
1: damn
0: is so another
1: fun story. I know for fun times.
0: <laughs> we've talked about this a couple times. Cause there was actually, before I go into the story, there was a controversial um, thing that happened in Canada where a lot of the grocery retailers had gone to the government and lobbied um, basically saying, and they, I, I don't think any of them have acted on this yet. I think it's in the pipeline. Right. But basically they lobbied to the government and they said, look, you know, we're, we're not making enough money already. We're only making billions of dollars a year (laughs) and the credit card fees that the company credit card companies charge us is too high. Right. So we want to pass some of these fees onto consumers Mm -hmm. because you know, we're not making enough money. We're only making, you know, a billion dollars, billions of dollars. The CEO
1: hasn't bought enough yachts.
0: Exactly. He's like, I need to get some more yachts and we don't, (laughs) we don't want to pay this fee. So instead of, you know, putting pressure on maybe Visa and MasterCard to lower their fees or telling the grocery stores, boo hoo, you're making record profits. Eat it. Yeah. Like literally eat yeah. it. Um, there was an pr- approval that grocery stores do have permission now to, to, if they want to, um, which I haven't seen any of them do it yet. To charge, to charge a premium. Yeah. To charge a premium. So like if you want to pay with cash, your bill is 20 bucks. If you want to pay with credit card, maybe it's $21. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. something like this, just to like recoup, so recoup that extra charge. Oh,
1: that's on top of how much more expensive groceries are. Yeah. So not only are you hiking up prices mm. beyond inflation, yeah. now you're going to charge. I mean, one they're probably going to do this at some point. Mm. Like they're, they are probably going to do it. Oh,
0: of course. I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't. I mean, I, I, it's like
1: at the end of the day, it's like if one grocer does it, yeah. everyone else is going to do it. And then we're not going to have any options. Exactly. And there's only a few select big grocery chains in Canada.
0: Exactly. So, so, you know, by them doing this, it's like, it's kind of frustrating because I, I get it when like a small retailer has an extra charge for using a yeah, card I understand. a little bit more. Yeah. Cause it is expensive, but also that's part of the cost of doing business. So like your price of your goods should already incorporate, I guess, some of that, cost that you take on as a business. Right. So, but I do understand with like smaller kind of mom and pop shops, but like these huge corporations, Mm -hmm. like these massive grocery chains and like, like Loblaws and all these like huge grocery chains that are literally making billions of dollars profit. Mm -hmm. Not, Mm -hmm. you know, that's after all their expenses profit a year. It's like they, they're the ones that actually can afford to pay these, these charges.
1: Yes, exactly. That shouldn't be passed on to businesses, I understand. Yeah. But yeah, the, these giant corporations need to fucking suck it up, yeah. And just deal with it. Yeah.
0: Like, I'm sorry. It would be different if all the grocery retailers across Canada were, like, bleeding money. We're in negative billions of dollars. Yeah. Then, okay, you have a leg to stand on, but you're not. So, I'm like, how is the government not stepping in? So, anyway, this brings <laughs> me up to this story. Yeah. Now, I think this article is focused more on the U.S., but yeah. I think it's 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 for It's everywhere. probably going to happen yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So, basically, Visa and MasterCard are planning to hike credit card fees. Fun. N- not to consumers, but, again, to the retailers. So, oh. like... To those businesses for where, me. yeah, exactly.
1: small businesses. Yeah.
0: So they're planning to increase fees that merchants pay when they accept customers, credit cards, Such bullshit. the fee increases are scheduled to start in October and April, according to the report. So next month, Fun. um, many of these fee increases are for online purchases. So I guess some of those, okay. um, yeah, I wonder what the, like, what are the fees now for like, cause honestly, these credit card companies must make yeah. so much they, fucking money. Because
1: what are they doing? They're doing nothing. Yeah, they're just charging fees.
0: <laughs> well, they're loaning money out, I guess. But like at the end of the day, it's like they're getting they're getting in ridiculous amount of interest uh, if you do exactly. carry a balance. On top of that, everywhere that someone's using their credit card, they're getting paid. Yes. From the retailer, like I'm like they're just like yes. literally
1: they are just they are just taking in money
0: <sighs> hands in pots hands and pots everywhere. They
1: are so fucking making so much fucking money. Yeah. Like. And there's no like, because everyone has a Visa MasterCard. Everyone has like a fucking American Mm. Express or whatever. And it's like, they are not losing money. Let me tell you. Yeah. There's no reason to do this.
0: Exactly. And there's, there's a, there's a a thing in Canada, at least, you know, if you want to build your debt or build your um, credit, credit, sorry, you want to build your credit score, which you need to take out loans and to get mortgages and do all that stuff. You have to, they like force us to get credit cards. And then like now, I mean, we've talked about this before too, though. As, as soon as merchants are going to start charging for me to use my credit card, like I'm just going to stop using it. Like yeah. I'll just, I'll just, instead of using my credit card, cause I use it for the points, I'm just going to use like my wealth simple card. I know. It's Would so you-
1: stupid though, because then the credit card, it charges you the annual fee. Yeah. Okay. Cause most, I mean, not all credit cards have an annual fee, but if you want anything like beneficial from having a credit card, yeah. like points and whatever, then you normally have to pay an annual fee. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, you have to pay an annual fee. And sometimes it's not that cheap. It's no. like $100, sometimes like more than that. Yeah. And then not only that, like you have to pay it on time. And if you don't, they charge you fucking extreme interest. Like the
0: most insane interest. I don't even know how that's yeah. been approved for it to be that high.
1: It's it's ridiculous. And yeah. so many people have credit card debt. Yeah. Which means they are paying so much interest. Yeah. So, I mean, people that use it more responsibly like us, mm-hmm. we're actually a, probably a minority. Really? You think so? I think so. I mean, maybe not a minority, but like, we're definitely not, there's definitely, because obviously like they need people to have credit card debt to make money. I
0: think you're right. I think there's probably more people that carry debt on credit cards than don't.
1: Yes. So they're making money off the debt and we get the benefits of this situation. Yeah. But it's very easy to fall into the trap of like, maybe one day, you know, we lose our jobs, you know, and one day we got to buy groceries. Yeah. You're going to swipe the credit card. And then next thing you know, you can't pay it the next month. All of a sudden, you're paying you know however much in interest. Yeah,
0: then you get a payday loan.
1: Exact. Oh God.
0: Then you go and get a payday it's loan, bag. and then that payday loan charges you so much interest for your next paycheck, and you get into this like vicious cycle.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I need to see how many people have credit
0: card debt. <laughs> like, let's look in, just in Canada, just yeah. out of curiosity. I, I think it's high. I think they always they always say, oh, the average Canadian has X amount of debt or something like this. Yeah. But, but I think sometimes it includes. I uh, know they'll they'll say if it's consumer debt versus um.
1: So. 43% of Canadians currently have credit card debt. Oh, okay. That's pretty high. That
0: is very high.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's not the majority, but it's still just fucking about high. about the majority.
0: It's, well, yeah. it's, about, it's about 50-50 almost.
1: Among, among them, 40%. So 40% of that 43%. 40% think it will take them six months or longer to pay it off. And 11% are not sure at all how long it will take them to pay it off. So it's not just like, oh, one month you have like credit card debt. Yeah. It's like these... A lot of these people don't even know how long it's going to take to, to pay, pay it off. off. Some people think it's going to take six months or longer. Think about how much interest that is in six months. Oh my God, I can't. Oh my God. Like it's All so of a sudden much. the $10 grocery shop turned into how how much, Daniel?
0: I don't know. like f-
1: $50. <laughs> $50. Oh, but in here, I think this is in the US. Mm. Um, a separate survey conducted, blah, 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 found that 55% of people carry a credit card balance from month to month. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's insane. And in addition, 40% have been credit card debt-free since before 2018. Have been. So 40% have not been.
0: Oh.
1: So 40% of that, 55%, yeah. I think this is in the US. Yeah. So 55% carry a credit card debt, mm. Uh credit card balance, which is basically debt. Yeah. Um, in addition, so 40% of that have not been credit card debt-free since before 2018, meaning that they've been carrying the credit card balance.
0: Since before 2018. But you know what also This is too, giving me fucking anxiety. I know, but you know what I also think too with everything going up and getting more expensive. And there was already people living paycheck to paycheck before all these costs went crazy. Yeah. So I think people are racking up more debt now.
1: Exactly. It's it's gonna get worse. Yeah. It's gonna get worse. Everything's getting more expensive. Yeah. And um it's fucked up.
0: I know. It just shocks me. It really shocks me because like you know when these costs go up and stuff, right? It's like they never come down.
1: They never come they down. They never come down. Like, they don't come down. The
0: only only once in a while, like certain things, like, okay, maybe electronics because they've gotten, you know, right. more streamlined and stuff. The costs have come down a little bit of that and TVs and stuff like that. But like a lot of like, if you think about like just like random stuff, like pop and like groceries and this stuff, like pretty much the price never comes down.
1: Nope. Just constantly. It's inflation. It's constant. Up, 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 up. What are we going to do?
0: I don't know. <laughs> Damn, it to be scary as all hell and tarnation. What's the dollar going to look
1: like? It's going to be, I saw this uh, TikTok and I was like um uh what do, what do you call it it was like life in 2093 or something yeah and it was like some guy trying to order a mcdonald's or something mm-hmm. and he's like i'll have a cheeseburger and they're like it'll be 295 dollars yeah and he's like i'll just get it without the cheese it's like okay it'll be 250 dollars like the trajectory is going that way i'm yeah, sorry yeah, 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 like yeah. it will be like something ridiculous it will it'll be something so ridiculous I don't know. It's crazy. The you, whole the yeah. whole
0: system is built on a house of cards, I feel like. It's like it's, very. It's going to,
1: it's, yeah, it's it's very dangerous. I yeah. don't know. Because people are not making, again, if we were earning the same amount, yeah. it doesn't make sense. I don't understand ec- economics, okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, well,
0: no, they they, they were saying, <clears throat> someone actually, I saw this on Instagram actually, and the king popped up. Someone had posted about this, and I thought it was really interesting. So they were saying um, minimum wage in 1970 was X. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. And then minimum wage now, I can't remember which place this was, but it right. was like $8 or something.
1: Oh, God damn. Where'd I this know. be?
0: I don't know. I can't remember. It's,
1: it's somewhere in the U.S. Yeah. It
0: was in the U.S. Something like $8 or whatever. Because in
1: Canada, that's definitely not yeah. our minimum wage. But
0: they said if they had followed the inflation, the minimum wage should have been like $27.
1: Right. So,
0: and then they're like, well, what happened to that extra, that, that extra money? Well, that money that's saved from the inflation cost of wages. Yep. Is saved Went to the corporation. Sure. And the, you know, the high ups.
1: God, it's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember when I was working and I was like 14, mm-hmm. my first job, I think minimum wage at that time was like $7. Yeah. And right now it's 15. Yeah. Um, where we live and it's been what, how many years <laughs> since I was 14, uh, <laughs> basically 20 years. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I've been a working woman for 20 years. God damn. Um, so 20 years and it's gone up Whatever. like, like- $7. Yeah. Like seven, eight dollars, yeah, which you know, like it sounds like a lot, but it's really not.
0: Not over twenty years. Not and, over twenty and, years. And, and the the thing is, is like, um, with like inflation and everything else, like there were not with inflation. What I was going to say is another comment that someone had made, or I saw like a, I think this was in the UK. They were talking. They were talking specifically about the UK energy companies mm. and how you know right now they're gouging consumers. Mm. Um, and the the guy that was challenging the politicians and stuff, he said. In the last ten years, all the big energy companies in the UK paid out—I can't remember how much it was—in dividends, like, right. like like billions, a shit ton. so much money, like it's ridiculous. And he's like, "That's all money that could have been invested in bringing down costs for consumers. Yeah, it's money that could have gone to renewable energy. It's I know. money that could have gone to the workers to give them better wages. God, so it's like damn. that money, the, those dividends that are paid out, is direct result of exploiting the workers.
1: God, what do we do, Daniel?" What's the solution? I don't know. I saw this uh, other TikTok and it was this person that was like, you know, back in the day, like back when, you know, in the 90s or whatever, mm. when we were growing up, you know, we look forward to the future. You yeah. know, we were looking forward to, oh, what could we innovate next? You know, what could we make? Like, oh, there's gonna be robots in our future. You know, like, do yeah. you remember those days when I we did. were young? Yeah, 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 I remember, like, I distinctly remember um, seeing this cartoon and it was like life and like probably 2020 or something. Mm. And it was like someone, like a robot giving you coffee or like, you know, making food for you or something. And it was like, you know, it was like exciting. And then this person was like, it's not exciting anymore because the future does not look... Uh, promising. It Mm -hmm. looks very bleak. Like it's no one's excited about the future anymore. We're not like, oh my God, what's next? We're more like, oh God, what's next? I know, like, (laughs) what's gonna
0: what the hell's gonna happen? Well, and also going back to that though, Mm. initially we thought, hey, that's gonna be really cool, have a robot come and get your coffee (laughs) and do all this stuff. But then when you start to think about when we get to that reality, that's actually not a good thing Uh, because that's gonna be people out of jobs.
1: Exactly. Right? We
0: don't have a universal income. So those people that aren't gonna be working, you know, it just and then where does that cost saving go of not having an employee? Yeah. You know.
1: I know. It's so fucked up. Yep. God damn. What do we do, Daniels? Should we just live as if there's no tomorrow? God
0: damn. That's what I'm thinking. Fast <laughs> and furious. Maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll take my credit card for a spin.
1: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> maybe. I mean, what's the point of saving now? You I know, God Damn.
0: just rack oh, that God. shit up. No. <laughs>
1: no, now I feel like the more I feel like it's more important to save because yeah. I feel like the you know, this this disparity is getting worse and worse. Yeah. So it's like, we need to f- fight for our lives in the next like 10, 20 years. God damn, so if we don't scared. have money, we're fucked. God damn, you'd be we are me. fucked if we don't have money. Yeah. So we better save. Okay. Save no more that. trips for us. Oh God. <laughs> no so more sad. traveling. No more, you know, going out to eat at restaurants. It's, it's fucking deep. expensive as hell. Oh my
0: God. It's so expensive. God,
1: I miss Southeast Asia. Should we just move to Southeast I know, Asia? Oh my
0: God. It's like, so
1: cheap, you guys. Oh. And I know that like, you know, for us it's cheap. It's not yeah. for the local people. For sure. But like... God damn, be I cheap know. as hell.
0: Especially like the thing is, also too though. Like if you go to the really touristy places, I mean it's still relatively it's still cheap, fucking cheap. Yeah, but, but like if you go to the hole in the wall places, love a like, hole in the wall. Some of the places we went to in Thailand. Oh my god, I'm not kidding you. Like I think at one point, I'm pretty sure it was like me. We met up with my friend and wrote me and Rose, mm. and we split the bill for her.
1: It was like nothing, and it
0: was like. I don't know, like maybe for the whole three of us, like $10.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then I think we, when we ate, cause I, when we had lunch in Thailand, yeah. when it was like, so our trip was starting, but it was like a few of us that had gotten there already. Yeah. So we had lunch and I think it was like six of us. Yeah. We had lunch at this like really whole, like bait, like major hole in the wall yeah. place, which so was delicious. Though, so good. And it was like, and I paid for it and it was like, I, I want to say it was like $20. Yeah.
0: That's crazy. Like something ridiculous,
1: like for the whole thing. We had like multiple dishes. Everyone was full. Yeah. We had waters. Like we had everything and it was like $20 and i was like oh my god this is like the best thing ever yeah
0: and you know that they are all are are Thailand is also experiencing inflation as well so that's what their inflated prices right, right? like right. it used to be even like when I went backpacking through Thailand right but I mean to be fair it's all relative because Canada was like less inflated as well and
1: this was like 10 years ago yeah it was 10 yeah.
0: years ago so when I was there I remember similar I remember it being even cheaper I remember being like three dollars oh. would get me like so much stuff like it's a so beer cheap. and a meal and yeah like, it was insane
1: and even in Bali like again yeah the hole in the wall places mm. it was like delicious food and yeah. it would be like two dollars a dish yeah
0: i do feel like and maybe this is my perception because we were going to more like touristy places in bali like vegan specific mm. restaurants we did go to some vegan specific restaurants in thailand and stuff but they just felt a little bit like more hold like, the hold wall-ish. The yeah i feel like overall like i felt like thailand was a little bit cheaper but i could be wrong
1: i don't know i think it's it's hard to say yeah. i think it was kind of similar i felt no. like it's hard to say yeah
0: because like certain things like also certain things that we did in bali like when we went to that beach club yeah that that was was expensive expensive. but that was like
1: very you know it was like more bougie i feel like bali was very Bali's very very touristy right like i feel like it's more i don't want to say it's more touristy Mm -hmm. but it's almost like it's basically an island built on tourism yeah whereas thailand i felt like there was especially in like bangkok for example maybe Mm -hmm. not so much in phuket yeah but in bangkok it was like you know, you still have people that like a lot of people that just live, live there, there and, and like bis- you know, live normal life. Yeah. Whereas Bali is basically just like full on tourist tourism. Yeah. Um,
0: although you, we found out that Bangkok is one of the top five most yeah, visited cities in the world. It's
1: like Top three or something, which is insane to it's me. insane. Like,
0: don't get me wrong guys. I love, I love Bangkok and being in there, <laughs> but like, you know, I've been there twice now and I think next time if I go to Thailand <laughs> again, I'm just going to fly in and get out. <laughs> Because the traffic is crazy. I don't know I how know. y'all. If anyone's listening, um, in Bangkok, I don't know how you guys deal with the traffic. Because it was just. Yeah. I'm never complaining about rush hour again. Yeah. Ever <laughs> in my life here in Calgary, <laughs> like it does not touch. Like
1: I'm gonna mark those words. Daniel. I know there was
0: a restaurant that was our our welcome meal that was a 15 minute walk from our hotel. Right. It took 25 minutes in the car. Yeah. Like the, I know it's, it's insanity. It's insane.
1: Yeah, but yeah. Bangkok is cool. Yeah, so it is I do, cool. I do recommend going there at least once yeah. and experiencing see it.
0: See it, see it and enjoy <laughs> it. And then you can tick that box and be like, okay, I've been there.
1: Oh God. Yeah, I would yeah. probably do Chiang Mai again for yeah, sure. Oh, I love
0: Chiang Mai is incredible. And Chiang Mai
1: has so much good vegan food. Yeah. Um,
0: I want to go back to Bali though. I loved yeah. Bali.
1: But the question is, are we doing a service to these places for, I always question this. Mm. When we, when we travel, we go to these places that are, you know, cheaper for us. Is it helping or is it hindering? I always wonder. Well, is it driving up the prices? This is it, that's
0: the age old question. I mean, this is why Airbnb had so much backlash uh-huh, in certain uh-huh. countries because, you know, places like in Europe and stuff like small cities and towns were like complaining yeah. because too many people were buying Airbnbs yeah, and not. So then the rental market becomes shit for those places. Yeah. Um, So there's that, there's an argument there. I mean, there's an argument for and against tourism everywhere you go, right? So the argument is, you know, it does bring a lot of jobs. It brings a lot of like, you know, money into the country. Mm -hmm. Um, But then on the flip side, it's like, does it increase the cost for the locals? Does it, you know, create also like you know, obviously we know we are, we are respectful tourists, but there's a lot of people that aren't yes. that, you know, throw garbage and do, are they doing more damage than good? You know what right, I mean? So right. I think there's a lot of, it's a very complex issue with it's, tourism. It really is. It is I always
1: question it as well. Yeah. Like, and I'm always like, oh, it's so cheap here. But then you're like, okay, it's cheap for us, Yeah. but it's not really cheap for, you know, regular people that live there.
0: Exactly. Well, cause you have to remember, like if yeah. we were living there, if we were business professionals or whatever yeah. in Thailand, yeah. we would be making a Thai salary, which would be yeah. a fraction of what we're earning yeah. here.
1: I don't know. It's a it's a question. It's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough one.
0: God damn. What do you guys think? do you guys, do think, you guys think? Tourism think? is a good or bad thing, guys?
1: <laughs> God damn. Well, I think it also depends on the place. And because yeah. um, I know like Hawaii, it's very um, people, apparently Hawaiian people, I mean, obviously this is just a general statement, Yeah. but apparently a lot of Hawaiian natives, they, they don't want tourism like they don't want people to go, go there mm. so a lot of people it's like a big discussion on social media and stuff you know interesting like don't go to hawaii yeah you know because and also hawaii has a very tumultuous history with the united states yeah yes it's technically the united states but is it really yeah anyway anyway <laughs> let on me that know positive- what you guys think <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: On that positive note, Mm -hmm. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Make sure you leave a little comment. If you are watching on YouTube, let us know your thoughts on any of the things we discussed. Mm -hmm. And um, give us a little thumbs up on the video. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. And what else, Daniels?
0: And uh, if you are listening to us on your favorite podcast platform, don't forget to hit that follow. Then you get updated as soon as episodes go live. Um, Check out our Um, Instagram at The Savage Podcast. We also have a TikTok, guys. Um, And if you're not already, check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash The Savage Podcast. You get exclusive content every month and all of the content on there is ad-free and you get uh, every weekly episode a week earlier than everyone else. Um, So there's a lot of great perks there.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much for listening, guys. And we'll talk to you next week.
0: Bye. Bye.